Welcome to the Money, Marketing, and Freedom Secrets Podcast, the show that equips Shero entrepreneurs with powerful strategies and inspiration to launch, manage, and grow successful online businesses. You'll discover the secrets to mastering all the moving pieces of your online business so you can be free to enjoy life and show up to serve the people who need you now while making a good living doing what you love. Now, it's time to unleash your inner Shero and free yourself from the web of confusion and overwhelm so you can master your client-getting, profit-winning superpowers and live your profitable purpose. Here's your host. Hey, Shira Entrepreneurs, Kenya Halliburton here again with the Money Marketing and Freedom Secrets Podcast. Thank you for joining me once again for our throwback series. Today, I wanted to introduce you to um, a wonderful Shira Entrepreneur by the name of Sherry Motes Henley. Um, She is just phenomenal, let me tell you. She's written a book called The Power of Collaboration in Business, and she's all about Um, bringing people together through connections, collaboration, and helping people expose their business in a very collaborative way. So she's phenomenal. You can do a Google search on her. You will see what I mean. She's really awesome. Um, She has this wonderful book and the conversation we had was just really, really great. Um, So if you are somebody who, you know, really doesn't believe in competition and you enjoy collaborating you really want to check her this interview out and also her book because she also features some other wonderful she entrepreneurs who weigh in and give their perspectives and their expertise in terms of how to collaborate successfully to grow your business so i hope you enjoy this interview this podcast episode Follow Sherry, connect with her across the web, and be sure to let us know, you know, what you think about this interview. All right, enjoy. So rocking your stage is not and should not be a solo effort. In fact, without the right help or partnerships, it can be difficult. It's not impossible to really perform at your best and brightest. So in today's conversation, I'm shining the spotlight on rock star Sherry Henley, who will be sharing her insights with us based on her book, The Power of Collaboration in Business. And I love this topic. It's a very personal one for me, actually, because when I first began my business, I was primed to compete, to acknowledge my competition, but stay away from them and avoid them like the plague. But after I trained as an online business manager, a couple of the ladies in the program invited me to be a part of their mastermind. And needless to say, I was hesitant at first. I mean, after all, we were all OBMs, and now we'd be competing for the same contracts. But something really wonderful happened. It turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me, really. Because first, yes, we were all online business managers. This much was true. We had the same title, same target, but different gifts and talents. We approached projects from different perspectives and shared our insights with one another. We collaborated on projects and shared our knowledge to help each other serve our clients better. It was a win-win-win. And it's because of this experience that I really don't believe in competition, as is traditionally taught or understood. I am instead a fan of collaboration because I believe it really opens us up to being more and doing more than we ever could alone. A quote by Helen Keller says it like this, Alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. 
I came across another quote by an online entrepreneur, Jay Bayer, and he says, you're not only competing for attention against other similar products, you're competing for attention against everything. And to win in this hyper-competitive environment, you must ask, how can we help? So the question becomes, who are our competitors really? Is it the person or a company that offers the same services to the same audience as we do? Is it a contest with our target customers' limited attention spans? Or is it a matter of perspective? Could it be that we can use collaboration to bridge this gap and give the world an even greater experience than we could ever do alone? Well, my guest rock star today Gary Henley is going to help us release our inner rock star and unwrap the answers. Now, I was happy to connect with Sherry on social media and to find out about her book, The Power of Collaboration in Business, which in itself is a great exercise in collaboration, and we'll talk to her a bit more about that. So without further ado, let me introduce Sherry to you. Sherry Henley is bringing everyone together through connections, collaboration, exposure, and business. As founder and CEO of Business Over Coffee International, BOCI, author, speaker, social media intelligence trainer, and collaborative leader, Sherry has learned the art of balancing life between being a wife, mother of two small children, and community leader. That is wonderful. <laughs> In addition to effectively managing one of the Mid-South's fastest-growing business networks with global reach, Sherry also hosts a weekly radio and television show on BOCI Talk Radio Channel and BOCI TV and Sharing with Sherry. And she also serves as a local chapter board member of the National Association of Business Owners, also known as NABO, and was recently quoted in the 50 Seeds of Greatness authored by Jermaine Moody. Barry is a collaborative leader. By example, her latest book, The Power of Collaboration in Business, features eight contributing authors in addition to herself. And this is volume one of Bringing Everyone Together series published by BOCI. Woo. Wow, Sherry, you are really the embodiment of a entrepreneurial rock star. Welcome. Well, thank you so much, Kenya. It is a pleasure to be on the show with you today and join this conversation. And I get to be a rock star for a day, so I'm really thankful to you. <laughs> well, actually, I just don't know if I need to go get a streak in my hair or what I need to do exactly. <laughs> Well, you know, you don't even need to do that because you're leaving a streak in blazing trails all across um, the Huntsville Valley. Um, I'm sorry, the actually, because actually, I'm in Huntsville, not far from you. And, yeah, so let's just really dig in here because you have so much brilliance to share on this topic of collaboration. And, actually, we just finished wrapping up a marathon where you just interviewed me on your show. And um, exactly. so you're here. <laughs> So, yes. so tell and we me. talked about what you do, you know, building content and so forth, and that is so key in, in what we do um, as collaborators. I can go so many different directions on this topic, but I will start with the power of business is what we're doing right now. It's a great demonstration of that. So tell us a bit about how you came to embrace this collaboration model. As I was raised in a pastor's home, have been in ministry all my life, and so taught 
about giving. And in order to be a collaborator, you must be a giver. Obviously, to receive as well. Bob Berg says in his book that if you breathe in, you must breathe out. So mission is the giving and the receiving. Take that blessing and say thank you. So it came very natural to me. And I started businessovercoffee.com. Um, my, I, I was one person, and I had eight people that built a business page workshop to. And now it has grown to over 1,200 members online. And, of course, we have our radio and our TV and so forth. And one of the things that I have learned through this process, and that, that right there will preach on the Rockstar platform, is that uh, the process is the difficult part of getting to the promise. But you must go through the process in order to get to the promise. Because just take food, for example. When you put it into a processor, you grind it up. You try to eat that. That's not going to be too good. But you mix all the ingredients together, then you get the promise. It's delectable. It's delightful. And so in order to do that, you must collaborate with other people to get to the promise. And so we go back to the book, and the book is The Power of Collaboration in Business. And on the back, I quote, the authors of this book are true collaborators. Each has her own niche. And you just said that. Everyone has their own gifting. Creating an extension of power to share with the world. So in other words, I have my power you have your power. Now we extend to one another. We link arms and we pull and fill the strength. Just think about that. While making our collective territories a better place to live, work, and play. So we all have our territories. We link arms and we strengthen each territory by working together. I love that. That's so powerful. Now, you, you just talked about the process. And I know a lot of people, you know, may or may not be familiar with this idea or term of uh, collaboration. And in your book, you talk about collaboration beginning with connection. And you also uh, mentioned that um, something called the soft collaboration. Can you explain that to us? Yes. Um, What I like to do in a collaboration is to wade in slowly, not jump in feet first. And the reason for that is because it's like a marriage. Uh, when, and I didn't mean to scare anyone, but uh, when you, when you go into a collaborative effort, you must know that that person has similar values as you. So you only want to collaborate with people that are of integrity. Now, integrity may look different to you than it does to me. Truth is going to be different in some ways with me than it is with you because we each have our own truth. That comes from Shelley Bauer of Integrity-Based Communication. So learning all these aspects and understanding that I meet Kenya online, we begin to dialogue on Facebook, then we move over to email so we can talk a little more intense, and then we talk via telephone. We uh, collaborate. I have you on my show. You have me on your show. And so that's what I consider a soft collaboration. You're putting your toes in the water, you're wiggling to see if it's warm, if it's, you know, if it's cold or, or if it's just right. And then you begin to wade in slowly. I know you and I have talked about some content development and possibly doing some uh, collaboration to where you subcontract or maybe vice versa. And that's how I see it done is that once I have 
uh, sized up the person, not the business, because the person behind the business is what counts, because that's where the integrity lies. So once I have sized that up, and I've done it piece by piece, step by step, because the other person on the other end, being a person of value of integrity as yourself from everything that I've seen, um, you are doing the same thing with me. So each of us are sizing one another up, and we begin to move closer into one another. And then I'll, I'll give you a case in point of a collaboration that Business Over Coffee International did last year with a media company. They came in, they did 10 shoots for us for the Business Over Coffee pilot uh, that we are going to be pitching next year. And they did that in exchange for services that we offer. That was a soft collaboration. I could break it at any time. They could break it at any time. We would bless and release one another. I believe in that. I believe a lot of people are here for one season. Then they're moving into another season of, of their life. That doesn't mean that you demonize them. That means you bless and release them. And you go on and you continue to take steps toward your vision and where what your purpose is. So going back to the media company that collaborated with us, now, at the end of this year, I have sat down with one of the uh, contacts with them, and we have done a strategic alliance, which is much more developed, meaning that in order to get a certain service at a discounted price, then they must come through Business Over Coffee International to get that with this other company aligned with us. If they go directly to that other company Without the alignment, they're going to pay at least $100 to $200 more by going directly to them. So now we trust one another enough to have that type of alliance. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it makes sense that you do it that way because I've actually, myself included, and I've seen, you know, collaborations kind of go bad really quickly because, Mm -hmm both parties jumped in too quickly and then discovered after the fact that it wasn't a great fit. But they didn't, you know, you don't do the dating, like you mentioned, kind of the, the dating mm-hmm. sure. uh, before you actually get married. So that, yes. Yes. <laughs> that's a really awesome. I like awesome. that. I'm going to borrow that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really great point. Um, and so it, it reminds me, because a lot of times we have, we don't, maybe call it collaboration, but we call it um, maybe a barter relationship. We have people that, you know, we have JVs. Those are all forms of collaborative partnership. Is there a difference or are they just kind of branches of the same concept of collaboration? Well, I think they're all in the same family. Um, I know with barter, there is, there are tax um, issues. I, I don't know that issues is the right word, but there are tax ramifications. I'm not a, uh, I, I know nothing about taxes. I have a CPA. So I'm going to just go ahead and, and put that in there so no one thinks that I'm giving them tax advice. But with bartering, I believe there are some things to talk with your CPA about on that. Um, and then with a joint venture, it's more of a uh, a JV, as you mentioned, it's it's more of a legalized, I, I believe, without being an attorney, it's more of a legalized transaction where you do a set time, maybe three months, six months, to do a joint venture just to test the waters. And then the uh, collaboration that I talk about is very soft. And so, for instance, 
Business Networking International, BNI, the grandfather of networking. The regional director here in the Memphis area, which covers uh, a large area here in the Mid-South, um, and Business Over Coffee International have linked up in collaboration. Now, how did we do it? It was this simple. We joined BNI. She joined BOCI. We support them and promote them. They support us and promote us. And so it's very soft. Now, I will say that I sat in a boardroom with a banker the other day, and this is in the book, where he says to me that email is not email, it is evidence mail. And so it's very true that in order to do a collaboration effectively, I believe, and this is something I have learned through what we call the process, is that we should do it in writing via email. It can be that simple. Here's my idea. You put it into an email. The other person responds back, and then you agree on it. It doesn't even have to be signed if it's that soft of a collaboration. Now, if you're going into something much stronger than that, where there's a revenue share and you're actually sharing revenue with someone, then, yes, I believe you should take it to paper at that time. I think that's awesome. I was actually going to ask you about that. So you answered my question before I asked it. <laughs> that's awesome. But no, I think that's a really awesome point to make because we think um, we want to know, you know, how can we make this, you know, these collaborations and these partnerships stick and we sometimes can overcomplicate it. And I think that's a really interesting mm -hmm. and important point to make that it can be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be so rigid. Um, so I think that's exactly. Awesome. That's right. Rigid is, is a word that I try to stay away from. I am so creative that I scare people sometimes. <laughs> However, um, that's one of the other things that I've learned with collaboration is that I collaborate my weaknesses. And so the things that I'm not strong in, analytics, financials, I'm going to have someone else doing that. Um, now, they are not strong. This person I'm thinking of is not strong in social media intelligence at all, needs media outlets, needs to get seen, and so forth online. So what do we do? We exchange services. So we collaborate on those two things. And um, one of the things that I wanted to point out to you is, you know, how do we size up connections and collaborators on page seven in the book in the introduction? And really and truly, it goes back to first sitting down over a cup of coffee, or if you and I live separate and apart, then we meet on Google Hangouts, or we talk on the phone, and we test one another's spirit. I believe there is a spiritual connection that will happen with people that are supposed to be together. That comes from my Christian roots. <laughs> yes. Yes, I totally agree with that. And I've seen it happen where you have these divine connections. I've have I've had a lot of divine connections in my own life um, with people that I've met, you know, mm -hmm. that weren't local, you know, and some that were local. So I think that is a really amazing point to make. So is, are there any other kind of mistakes or, or things or mindset things that you see happen or that people should take note of when it comes to stepping up and creating a collaborative platform? Well, creating accountability is very important. We talked about that with the evidence mail, the email. That is a very non-threatening uh, way 
to have accountability, to be able to go back and say, this is what we agreed on. Let's revisit it. You know, maybe you have forgotten, maybe we have forgotten, you know, either one of you could forget a certain part of the agreement. And so you, you revisit it. And that's where we go into renegotiating from time to time because people and businesses evolve. And if they're not evolving, then they're stagnant. So you wouldn't want to be in collaboration with a stagnant business. So the rippling water, so to speak, because stagnant water is dead, it's just there. So we've got the the flowing streams of renegotiating from time to time with businesses who are evolving. It's the evolution process. So at least once a year, sit down with the people you are collaborating with, revisit it, say, okay, what can we do that will be a win-win that we can do better this year? That's going back to the media company. That's what we did this year at the end of the year. Okay, what can we do to increase this collaboration? Now, this has worked for a year. Let's make it better. Or let's go to another situation, which you could consider negative or positive. It just depends on how you frame it. And that is when you have a collaboration that is just not working. You have both talked via telephone, you've talked in person, you've fleshed it out over email, evidence mail, and you both see things from a different perspective. That doesn't mean either one of you are right or wrong. Of course, every man is right in his own eyes. So my truth is right. Your truth is right. So at that point, someone has to be uh put their big pants on, basically, and uh, big girl pants on and say, you know what, it's time to cut the cord. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm cutting you out of my life. That just means that I'm not afraid to cut the cord of a collaboration. I can still applaud you and promote you from afar, but that does not mean I have to live with you or be married to you. Absolutely. I love that. So now in your book, by the way, if I haven't said it, I can't believe I haven't said it yet, but I have the book and I love it. I think it's a really great companion um, to really stepping through the process of collaboration and and building out that deeper connection um, so that you can come together to not only build your business, but also bring more value to the marketplace. Now, in the... um, in the last chapter of your book, you give us an exercise, and you call it an exercise, you know, to exercise our power and collaboration, and you tell us to ask ourselves some questions to help us jumpstart this process. Can you kind of go through those questions for us? Absolutely, and I would be amiss if I did not mention before I go there the collaborative authors in this book, because yeah. without them, it would not be what it is. We have Shelley Page Bauer, Integrity-Based Communications, Jana Cordona, BNI Mid-South Regional Director, Joe Garner, who is the founder of TalkShop that's been in Memphis for close to 10 years now, a networking uh, community, Carolyn Bindle of Fashion Academy, Mary Singer of CRG Sustainable Solutions, Deborah Norwood, Laughter Lawyer USA, and also an attorney in her own right. Terry Murphy of Terry Murphy Communications, who has also co-authored a book with Donald Trump, along with Delmar Johnson of Delmar Johnson Enterprises. And each one of these women are unbelievable in their business as far as experts. And so going back to your question, um, there are, yes, there is an exercise because I felt it was very necessary at the end of the book 
that not only were you walking away with certain nuggets that you could you know, tuck away in your mind, but also you could get out a pen and paper and you could put things to actions and take action steps. And one of the questions I ask is, what have I learned that I did not know? And so when you read this book, um, can you, were you able to answer that question? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's so much value in here. So I learned a lot that I did not know about <laughs> about collaboration and making the process a lot smoother and more successful. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that um, is written in the last chapter, which is build your platform for more than one. And so it actually resonated with me big time when you said, rock your stage, because uh, when you're on your stage, rock it. And remember that uh, you're building your platform for, for more than one, just like you are. This is your stage that I'm on right now. You've got your microphone. I have mine. We are both speaking in unison, but yet we are separate entities. And that's how I look at collaboration. And one of the points that I make is that the root of collaboration is giving. Going back to the beginning of our conversation when you asked me how it was actually birthed, and I, I mentioned that uh, in order to give, we first must trust that person. And in order to trust that person, we must know them. So we go to coffee or we talk. And in order to know them, we must connect. That's the coffee part. And to connect, we must meet. And in order to meet, we must show up. So that brings us to the slogan that I have coined for years, and that is show up to go up. If you don't show up on your stage every day of your life, then you will not grow as a person. You, and if you do not show up as yourself, then you will not grow. And that comes from Bob Burke, where he says, show up every day as yourself. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned um, your authors, and you have an author in the book. I want to make sure I get her name correct. Jenna Cardona. Um, yeah. She talks about collaboration being the new competition. And I know um, in the intro, you know, my experience was transformative um, huh? when mm -hmm. it came to really – stepping out of the view of competition and really looking at um, businesses from the perspective of, you know, is there a way for us to do something together um, successfully for our audience? And I found that oftentimes the answer is yes. And so what is your perspective on collaboration versus competition? Well, I think competition is a bad word. Um, obviously, if you look at it from what I would say is old school technology, then you would say, okay, I'm competing against you because we're both online. We both offer some of the same services. However, I reframe that, and that's where the word collaboration comes in, um, and then the action toward collaboration. And that is, yes. We do content writing. Yes, we write blogs. Yes, we do press releases. Do we want to do all of that? Do I want to sit behind a computer and do all of that? Absolutely not. So what I do want is I want to strategically align and or soft collaborate with individuals like yourself that do those particular services so that we can subcontract it out. So at that point, we negotiate, okay, what is your price? And then, of course, 
as a business-minded person, you have to, it's, it, sometimes it is quite difficult to transfer from that go-giver, uh, nonprofit, church-oriented, ministry-oriented mindset into, okay, well, this needs to make money. This needs to actually bring value to the business and to my pocketbook as well. And so you then negotiate the, the price that you would charge us, and then we decide the price that we pass on to the consumer. And so we make sure that those, um, although some people would look at us as competition, that we are collaborating and each of us are benefiting, but not, not only us, our clients are benefiting because they are receiving the best of the best. Mm, absolutely wonderful. So what advice would you have for those who want to use collaboration as a model to grow their business and create a greater impact? Well, there is strength in numbers, and when you bring everyone together for the purpose of four words, connecting, collaborating, and exposure, which creates business, that's the four words, it will enlarge your territory, okay? So it's going to enlarge your influence. It's going to unite you with those individuals. So the first piece of advice I would give is to... If you're starting from ground zero, go to your chamber of commerce, check into aligning with them, becoming a member, because usually they will put your website link on their site. They get thousands of hits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now that's your starting point. From there, you begin to meet people. And in the beginning, it is very difficult in terms of, you're going to coffee constantly. You're going out. You're meeting people. You're going to networking events, and you're doing all this. As you begin to evolve, you will be, begin to be more uh, selective as to who you uh, give your time to because time is money, right? So instead, you say, would you email me about that suggestion? I love the idea of that collaboration. I'd like to hear more. Here's my card. Email me. One, two things that happen there. Number one, it saves you time. It saves them time. Number two, it shows whether or not they are serious about pursuing you because if you have something they want, Kenya, if you have something I want, I need to pursue you in order to grab that, in order to understand what it is that you have that we can align together and I teach people in mentorship that when you are being mentored by someone, the mentor is not following you. You are following the mentor. So it's up to you to chase after that person. So then once you've done that, you've sent that email or that other person has sent it to you, then you become more equal once you decide that, yes, we're going to collaborate. But the person that cares the most about making the collaboration happen should be pursuing you. You're not in the follow-up business. We have follow-up experts for that. So uh, do not keep revisiting the well um, of stagnant water, but instead continue to open up new doors with new people that are involved. And, again, connections are people. Let's say when it all comes down to it, we're dealing with people. Yes, yes. I love that. I read that in the book, um, what you mentioned about chasing the mentor and, and, and you know, putting that putting the effort into doing that, and I thought that was very profound. Awesome. 
Sherry, I really love your book. I love everything that you're doing. I really am excited um, that we connected. And, and what's so wonderful about it is that everything that you just mentioned, that you just laid out, um, I could see in the process of how we even connected. Um, so you really, really walk your talk, which is very, very important. And, you know, when you're, when you're getting advice from people. So awesome. Thank you so much. Now, can we tell everybody where to go pick up your book and how to connect um, on your business over coffee.com? Because that's um, a great place to start as well. Absolutely. The book is on Amazon. So you strictly, um, simply go to Amazon.com and enter the power of collaboration in business. And it will be right there for you to purchase. And then you can go to our website at businessovercoffee.com and join the community. Complimentary profile is waiting for you right now. And um, you can learn all about us. You can blog from our site. There's many things that you can do as a beginner um, if you do not already have a blog. And, of course, if you need content, then you can contact Kenya. Yes, yes. And also on a personal uh, bases, Sherry Henley Intelligence. I teach uh, training from all over the world. I train people on social media intelligence as well as business brainstorming and going through that process of brainstorming for your business. So we accept those type of um, uh, private and group corporate training uh, requests. Well, awesome. Thank you so much, Sherry, again, for sharing your brilliance with us. I'm so happy that you agreed to come on and do this with me, and you are definitely blazing trails, and I'm sure that this conversation will definitely help people rock their stage. <laughs> oh, thank you, and thank you for allowing me to be a rock star. This is great. I can't wait until we meet in person. So yes, I hope that you'll, you'll follow up on that coming to Memphis one day. And uh, yeah. by the way, I must say that the, uh, the mission of behind the book as well as businessforcoffee.com is being proclaimed by our mayor in Memphis, Tennessee. And it's going to be a big day. So, Kenya, I hope you're here. <laughs> yeah, that might, that's the day that I'm coming then. <laughs> All right. Bringing everyone together day. <laughs> it's a date, right. Well, thank you again. Right. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And for everyone else, be sure to catch up on past episodes and connect with all of my rock star guests. And remember, until next time, share your passion, find your story, and unleash your inner rock star. <laughs>